At RBC Wealth Management, they believe financial security begins by building a plan you can trust. Their financial advisors provide advice customized to your needs. So no matter where you are in life, you can depend on their expertise to help build a wealth plan that's right for you. Let them build your plan today. Call the Quigley Group at the Oak Ware office of RBC Wealth Management at 715-858-7788 to see how they can help. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. Hello and welcome to Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. Join us to listen in to get more in tune with the inborn magnificence in our world, in our bodies, and in our lives. I'm Dr. Lona Cook. And I'm Dr. Danny Otis. Our mission is to help people reconnect to their inner wisdom and use it in their everyday lives to transform their well-being by having real conversations, clinical insights, and opportunities for you to apply your own inborn intelligence to your everyday life. So start now by tuning in and turning on to the full potential of your body and life. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is episode seven and we are going to be talking about ending our year and setting intentions for a new year. So I love a end of the year. Dr. Danny, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a good time, especially here in the Midwest as it starts to snow, everything feels like, okay, we're all coming together, wrapping everything up, relaxing. It's a good time to just reflect on what are the goals we set at the beginning of the year? How do we accomplish them? And then overall, how do we grow? Yeah. Why are chiropractors talking about this? You know, how does this relate to your health and well-being? What would you say there, Dr. Danny? Um, I would say it relates to your health and well-being because I think in some way, shape or form, we're all trying to be better than we were the day before. And I think if you're able to actually set a clear goal of where you want to be and just see the process, even if you're not there, just seeing the progress helps you stay energized, stay focused, and then continue to try and hit those goals moving toward the ultimate goal, which is just being better than you were the day before. I love that. Yeah. I mean, life isn't stagnant, right? And we know, we know that to be true. We know that the constant in life is change. And so sometimes change feels hard, but if you can go into it thinking about, I know I'm going to have to create change somehow, I might as well be intentional about it. Then it can be kind of a game or fun. Um, so that's why when I started the episode, I said, I love, I love the end of a year. Yeah, it's very fun. It's yeah. very fun. I like having the time to think about what have we just gone through, especially these last couple of years to just take a moment to process. It doesn't have to be an end of the year to do that, but it's a nice bookend to say, okay, these last 12 months, you know, what's different? What, what happened? How did I process that? What did I learn from it? What was good? what was challenging, just starting to ask yourself those deeper level questions, um, I think helps you set up to not experience the same thing over and over again. So when we said like change is the only constant, right? awareness is a key part of that um, being present to the change that's happening so that you're not experiencing the same year over and over again. <laughs> right. I think that's huge. And that goes back with just reflecting so then we can project for the next year. 
So. Yeah, Dr. Danny and I, you know, were just jotting down some ideas earlier this afternoon about what we wanted to talk about when it came to wrapping up a year and thinking about being intentional. And the, the concept of awareness was a key part of why this relates to your health. Um, because when you are connected to your internal state and connected to, you know, what am I experiencing? What did I love? What didn't I love? What don't I want to experience anymore? That cultivates awareness within yourself first and foremost. And when we have that, then we can start to make new decisions to either change something or like he said, be 1% different or a little bit better the next day. So I think that keeps us engaged and growing in our life versus stagnant or um, dying. And, and so energetically having awareness and being excited about your life, maybe not every part of it is always exciting, but engaged and aware is a, is a good place to be for your health. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I think awareness is the first step to changing anything. Um, and when it's up to you, whether or not you get to change it, you can make it fun. You can make it exciting. Just like Lona's saying, goals are goals should be fun. Otherwise yeah. probably not going to hit them. <laughs> so what are some areas of your night, uh, your life that you take a moment to, how do you look at your life and review Danny? What are some things you ask yourself? Yeah. So I think it can seem overwhelming when you think about, okay, whole year just went by, like, where do you even start? And I think just breaking it up into smaller categories to help you just digest what it is that you just went through. Um, some of the things can be like, okay, your finances, that's one that a lot of people like to look at. Okay. Your health goals, um, whether that's like working out or eating healthy, whatever that is. And within each category, don't get me wrong. You could probably break that up into hundreds, but it's just starting simple. So money, um, health goals, maybe your spiritual health, maybe um, fun goals. Like, did you want to travel a lot this year? Did you want to stay home a lot this year? Whatever that is for you, just kind of starting to break those things up. Um, I'm sure Blona could offer a couple more ideas and thoughts on, you know, different categories we can break all that stuff up into. Yeah, uh, I think those were great. We compartmentalize many things in our life. And I think part of part of it is just to wrap your brain around it. Like you might have one part of your life. You're like, I feel like I'm on fire. I love this. I'm doing so great. And then we might have another part of our life. that are like, I don't even want to think about that because it's a mess. And so what I would encourage you to do is actually do the parts that feel good, but don't forget to leave time to make sure that you're looking at the spot that maybe doesn't get as much attention. Because I, I assure you that it's all interconnected, just like we're always talking about the whole of you, mind, body, spirit, the whole of your life is all connected to that wholeness of you. And so when we put some extra effort into maybe an area of our life that has felt unsuccessful, I'll give you an example in a minute, that's going to pay off dividends into other parts of our life and our own well-being. So when I used to sit down and wrap up my year, I'd always love talking about, okay, my career and my business. And, and conveniently, I never had time to really think about my relationship or my family. And then I'd wonder why that was the area that triggered me the most, or I had the most challenge. And so that's also been the area of my life that as I put more emphasis on it or more um, awareness to maybe what's my end of that, what could I change and do better, then my life gets better. Um, and I think if I hadn't started doing that years ago, I probably wouldn't have my two sons that are like huge blessings in my life because I was conscious enough to start to realize that I needed to change in order to get a different result in my life. So just because you've had a certain level of either success or struggle in an area, that doesn't mean that's what needs to happen the next year. If you're willing to take some responsibility to look at what could be changed. Yeah. And I think to add on to that, 
I think that's great. And what we talk a lot about this is like your state. And I think it's really fun to look at, okay, what's going right, what's stuff. But if you're in a, we'll say less than optimal mood, looking at maybe the more challenging um, areas of your life that you're looking to improve, maybe come back when you're in a good positive state of mind, right? When you're kind of vibrating at that higher frequency that we like to say, because then you're going to have you know, more complete thoughts with that. You're going to be able to see it maybe in a different view, because if you're just down in that rut, when you're looking at it, you're going to stay in a rut. You mm -hmm. need to almost think outside the box by, you know, doing those things that we've talked about in previous episodes, like how do you raise your energy? How do you raise your frequency? Revisiting that, getting yourself pumped up to be able to look at that in a different life. So then you can make those changes that you need to make. Yeah. I love that. Another thing, this is an internal process. So you know, you don't have to share this with anyone. It's a fine if you want to, but if you're being intentional about, especially creating some change in your life, sometimes it's good to just really sit with that for a while internally and let that marinate for you. Also, a lot of times when we're going to create change, not everyone around us is going to embrace that. And that's okay. Um, part of that is going to be to understand again, where if you know your internal compass is telling you that change needs to occur and that you're looking forward to making these changes or know they're necessary, <clears throat> then getting really grounded in that first before you share it, sometimes really helpful. So that's been something for myself is knowing who I can share some of these intentions with and maybe who I don't need to because either they're not going to understand them or they'll shoot them down. Um, and, and that can be hard for some people is to realize that not everyone needs to agree with the changes you're about to make. Again, this is where knowing yourself and being clear about what's going to make your life more connected or, or you living more in your purpose, um, that that's going to be a healthy change. Not everyone will be along for the ride. Yeah. And they say, and maybe this could be one of the things you reflect on before the new year. I, I, we may have said this before, but they say you're on average the five people you spend the most time around. Mm -hmm. So are you constantly surrounding yourself with people who are trying to make you better or keep you the way you are because that's what makes them comfortable. And then you can see how that would get you in a rut. Mm -hmm. So I think too, if maybe that's one of the things where you don't feel like you have the greatest support system, maybe at this point in time, maybe over this past year, maybe this past year has shown you something in that taking those next steps to surround yourself with people who are like, okay, who do I see out there? around me and my friends and my family who are constantly striving to maybe get some of those goals done that I'm looking to get done. And then how can I maybe chat with them? Like Lona's saying, surrounding yourself with people to be able to help you not only get you there, but support you on your way. Love it. So if you're okay, you're like, I want to do this. What should I do first? Or how do I go about doing this? You know, we've gave you some ideas to think about. I would suggest carving some time out probably first thing in the morning could be as short as 15, 20 minutes that you're just going to journal some of these prompts that we've given you. Additionally, once you've spent some of that time doing that, one thing that we all do in this office is we label our year. So, you know, what's your year as far as a word? And some of you have heard of this before. If you're going to pick a word, the word might be a theme you want to carry forward into your, into your next year. So Dr. Danny, what, what was your word this year? This year was flow. And I think there was a lot of, um, we'll say turbulence in the air. And I think just learning how to flow with that instead of fight against it was a theme that, um, I just wanted to be able to work with because I think, same thing if you're constantly butting your head against something and nothing changes, we've said it before, definition of insanity. Um, how do we look at that in a different way and just essentially go with the flow? 
And then I think previous years before that, it was transform. That's when I was graduating chiropractic school, becoming a doctor. I wanted to be able to now see myself in that new light and really embody that and step into that role. So that was a word for the theme. And essentially for all your decisions throughout the year, if it's a big decision, you can be like, okay, is this helping me transform? Am I flowing with this? If it's not, how do I pivot? How do I shift to be able to take me to my highest goal, which is again, to become better than that day I was before. That's how I use my word mm-hmm. anyway. So cultivate more awareness. Yeah, I yep. hope that helped. <laughs> yeah. So just think, you know, you can't get this wrong. It's what's ever <clears throat> on your heart. You know, what's something that's been reoccurring this year. And that's why the reflection piece of this is so important that you would like to see a shift in. And then maybe your word is even something like shift. It's just a fun way to kind of give you a marker or a, a a phrase that will help bring you back to this intention that you're going to set. Um, so that's a strategy. Spending some time jur- journaling is strategy. Set, sorry, I can't speak. Strategy. Dr. Danny, do you have any other um, easy tricks to help people become more aware and to be intentional about what they're going to put forward? Yeah. So I have a couple. One is, I think, just like Lana said, taking time you know, sitting with yourself, journaling about it, whatever it is. Another great way to reflect your year is go through all your photos in your phone and think about all the photos we take when we're having a great time. And then you can just really sit in those moments. And remember like, Hey, we went to A, B and C earlier this year. We had a great time. I want to do more of that for next year. Mm. So being able to go back, look at your whole year in essentially a photo album, because that's what your phone is. And from that, being able to be like, okay, what did I like a lot of last year? What do I want to see more of next year? And then being able to put that into your categories or whatever, or in your word to be able to focus on that for next year. And by the time you guys hear this recording, it may be after the new year already, it might be right around the new year's, but we're recording this before the new year. So I would say starting earlier, the better, because if it's already have it before the new year, it's going to stick for the new year. I think when we all try and add 100 things on at one time, just pick simple shifts like mm-hmm. Lona's saying, because I think the simpler, the easier it is to incorporate mm-hmm. and the better it'll stick. So those are kind of my two tips. Start earlier. It takes some time to, for it to become a habit. Once it's a habit, you don't have to think about it and take some time to reflect by looking through your old photos in your phone. Yep. And once you get some of these things jotted down, especially <clears throat> if you really want to make sure that you are sticking to it, I would put it in places you're going to see it. So, you know, most of us carry um, a notebook around that has our goals in it or our intentions for the year. Um, Also things that will work, write some things on your mirror, put it in something that you're going to touch often. So it could be something that's sitting in the console of your car, um, just to keep yourself focused. We, you know, we know that our energy goes where our mind is. And so if we're reminding ourselves of something that we cared enough to be strategic, to put these things down on paper, then it's, it's helpful if we can revisit that thought often enough. Um, especially if you're going to make a large change, you're probably going to need to put those in various places so that you just keep reminding yourself of the possibilities that are endless that could be created in 2022. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it, Dr. Danny, anything else? No, I think that's it. I think, yeah, have fun with it too. I think that's probably above and everything else is if you're not having fun with it, then what's, I guess, what's the point? Yeah. I learned this from Dr. Danny. His mantra is, um, he's going to have more fun than anyone else. Doing. Yeah. I actually stole that from one of my good friends growing up. He said, I made a new year's resolution to have more fun than everybody else. And I took it from him about nine years ago. And I feel like 
at the end of the day, if I'm not having happy, then what's if I'm not happy or having fun, then what's the point? So yeah, yeah, it's a good mantra. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in 2022. Thanks for joining us at Innate Life Reclamation Podcast. We hope you found tips and tricks to start incorporating innate into your everyday life because it is in your everyday life, whether you see it or not. You can find both Dr. Danny and myself at cookchirocenter.com or on any of our social media. And we'd love for you to share our podcast and leave us a review. Thanks for listening.